Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast, where we bring you real-life working mom stories, tips, tricks, and advice for thriving and surviving in motherhood, because you shouldn't have to experience working motherhood alone. Join our community of support as we discuss all of the things and how we get by in this sometimes crazy and imperfect journey of working motherhood. Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. I'm so excited today to be talking to Carmen Benton from The Confident Working Mom. Carmen is a fellow podcaster at The Confident Working Mom podcast. She's a corporate executive at her company, a speaker, and a life plan coach. She's passionate about empowering other moms to achieve their personal goals by leveraging her corporate experience of over 20 years and her MBA. Did I also mention she has six kids and is currently homeschooling them? This is one rock star mama who is making waves in the online space and in her career. So let's listen in to find out her secret to making it all work and how she leverages life planning to provide guidance and support to other working moms who are looking for a better way to manage all of the things. Let's dive in. Hi, Carmen. Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. Could you start by introducing yourself, your family, your career, and describe the work you're currently doing? Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me in your podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you and your audience. My name is Carmen Benton. And during the day, I'm a corporate executive for a telecommunications company. I basically do strategic planning and analytics. The head of that group, product management department, which means I'm in charge of all kinds of products and projects that generate the revenue for that company. But I've also always been super passionate to motivate and empower other working moms to pursue their dreams and literally crush their goals. This is not easy to do that. There's all kind of guilt and fears that comes up with motherhood. I've been there. And so I was able to get a hold of that. And so I've been doing I've been doing that. So I have six kids that live with us. Three are mine, three are stepchildren, and but obviously love them all. And my husband has two other ones in college. So I feel bad when I say six, as you said, eight. <laughs> and so in Instagram and in social media, again, what I do is really empower other working moms to have a plan to get the best time management skills they can. So they feel empowered to not have to choose between motherhood and career or their job or their business. You know, working mom is a such a huge term. It could be that you're working for someone or working for yourself. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the thinking of I'm doing this instead of being with my kids, it could be daunting. And so I'm here to support you and I'll help you get through that. Yeah, that's amazing. I think all of us definitely need that support. And I think a question that would probably be on the minds of the listeners. So you said six kids, and I think you mentioned on Instagram, you're homeschooling them as well. Is that right? Yes, that's an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) I have 
everywhere from kindergarten to eighth grade. Wow. My kindergarten is autistic. And so that by itself, it's a challenge. He was three years ago when he got diagnosed. I mean, I, I was looking at a video this weekend and I was, I can stop smiling. So, so much he's accomplished, but still, you know, he's in the spectrum, very much in the spectrum. And it's a challenge and it's all computer school, like the teacher what likes to call it. And, you know, they don't understand why they have to sit in front of the computer for so long, not playing or not watching what he wants to watch. And then we have a first grader, fourth grader, fifth grader, sixth grader, and eighth grade. And so any given time, I have to go from a meeting with the CEO of my company to teaching math or making sure someone is sitting in their computer because they seem to forget (laughs) that they have to be there in the Zoom classes. And so, yes, it has definitely been a challenge. We've been announced our district is staggering the going back to school. So elementary school is supposed, I'm crossing my fingers, to go back October 19. And the day that we got that email, my husband and I were like celebrating, like, they're good. (laughs) (laughs) The older two still going to stay for a while at home. Which is necessarily easier, let me tell you. So I guess, how do you manage it, balancing doing the corporate executive job and with the kids at home? Like, do you have any kind of tips or tricks to give the audience? Because I know like a lot of us just have felt at some point this year, we all got thrown into this and have felt stressed out or burnt out or anxious. So can you give the audience just some like pointers or tips? Like, how are you doing it? Yes. So first of all, I'm going to tell you that I, what I preach is because I do it in my life and it has worked not only for me, but you know, my coworkers, I have a lot of coworkers and employees that were for me that are moms too. And I'm always like giving, coaching them. I'm always coaching them. And it was actually some of them that were like, Karma, you should do this like, you know, outside the office because you're so good at it and you leave it. Right. So, so this is all walking my talk. I am very good at planning. Hence I get pay my corporate job to do that. And one of the things that you need to do first is take all that list of things you have to do from your head and put it in a place where you can manage it. It could be paper. It could be sticky notes. I know your audience cannot see me, but I have sticky notes everywhere. It could be a whiteboard. That's the one thing I miss from my office the most because now we're working from home. I had this huge whiteboard that I will fill out with all ideas of things I had to do. And it bothered me. It bothered me to see something in the paper, something sticking out, something in the whiteboard. So it motivates me to go erase it. So it's little tricks like that. But people like to keep things in their brain. And I have a pretty good memory, but your brain wasn't designed to carry lists. Your brain is designed to solve problems. And when you bog it down with carrying the list, you are pretty much like changing yourself, right? Because you're using energy in something that your brain wasn't designed to do. Take it out of your brain and put it in, in a place where you can manage it. And this is not only like your job or your important projects. I'm talking about laundry, taking your kids to swimming. I mean, everything, every little thing you have to do. And then you can start playing with what I call leveraging time. What two tasks can you do at the same time? Obviously, if it's something that involves you and your concentration, you probably cannot multitask or leverage time during that time. But you definitely, now that you're home, you can do laundry and be in a call at the same time. 
or you can take your kids to an activity and respond to emails when you're sitting in the parking lot. Like yesterday, I took my daughter to ballet and I filmed three reels in the parking lot. You'll see them later. (laughs) (laughs) So what can you do in the same block of time? Because we all have 24 hours, but what you choose to do with it, it's what makes the difference. Yeah, I love that. I love how clear you explain that. Like a lot of us just get so stressed out by even thinking about all the things we have to do. But just having that, like, just get it out of your mind and put it somewhere. I think that is such awesome advice. Thank you. Yeah. And you can get a little more elaborated with that and do it by areas. You also need to start thinking, like, is this a task that only I can do or can I leverage someone else? And people start thinking, oh, I don't have help. Well, you know, there's little tasks that even the little kids can do. And it's not slave driving them. (laughs) We're teaching them life skills. Yeah. Like folding clothes. They need to learn to do that, right? Serving their own cereal in the morning or, you know, it's just little things like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've started getting my daughter involved in things and she's almost five. So she has a shorter attention span, of course, but she will help me in a few minutes a day blocks. And I think it's awesome that teach them early. And you're right. It's it's definitely it's life skills that you're teaching them. Right. And then the trick there is that you have to let go of perfection, right? Yeah. (laughs) I am a master of folding, you know, the, the fitted blankets. And most people can. And I don't do Mark to Stewart. I do my own style that I learned. I guess my military mom, which is not, but that's the way I was raised. And I have to let go. You know, as long as that thing is folded, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think that even applies to with the husband. Like if he wants to fold that basket of laundry, but doesn't do it the same exact way I do it, I have to let go of that. That's right. So great. So then you talk a lot about life planning and you even offer that service, you know, to women, you help them with a life plan. What would you consider, like, what is your definition of a life plan? That's a great question, Kelly. So this whole thing came about one day I had this light bulb moment that I'm like, you know, I've been doing all these things for corporate America for a long time. And, you know, companies pay a lot of money to create a business plan, to have someone who can do strategic planning and time management. And so why people don't apply these same concepts to their lives? Mm-hmm. Respect that we want to do all these things, but it's really like we're just throwing spaghetti at the wall, right? Most of us. And so I started creating for myself what now I call a life plan. And it started very simplistic and now it's pretty sophisticated. <laughs> but basically, then I also use the analogy of, of a car with tires. If you have a flat tire, you're going to have to fix it before you can go somewhere. It doesn't let your car keep going. So the same thing is with your life. You have different areas of your life. And what I notice is that most people are very good at some areas and not so good at others. And we tend to keep putting energy and love into the areas that we're good at because it gives us good satisfaction and and makes us feel good. But then we forget or ignore those areas that really, really need to work. Mm -hmm. I took all the concepts that I learned through grad school and 20 years of corporate experience building 
uh, business plans and apply it to someone's life. Starting from, you know, what are the key questions that you need to ask before you do something? The exactly what is that you're going to accomplish? Why do you want that? When are you going to put it? So these are things that you see kind of like in SMART goals, but I go so much deeper because in one of the elements that I ask myself is, who do I have to become to be able to accomplish that? And that has been one of the most powerful things for me. And I can tell you like in my area of motherhood, because I one of my life categories is my area of motherhood and who do I want to be and how do I want to raise my kids? When I get back to who do I have to become to be that mother that I want to be, I came up with the word patient. I have no patience. So, but now I have that front and center, right? And so I know that I have to take a pause. I take a deep breath and count to four. Sometimes remove myself from the situation, right? Because I'm Latin. And so my kids have this joke about how Latin moms are very loud. And they are. And so <laughs> I got to remove myself from the situation to calm down. And so the same is with other areas. Like in health, you know, everyone put 15 pounds with COVID, right? So I'm like almost back to where I was in January, one pound away, actually. But what I had to become was discipline. Mm -hmm. And so when you start looking at that, you find strengths that you didn't know you had. And so that's the other thing I do is, fine, you know what you want to do, when you want to do it. But how you create the plan to do that makes a whole difference in the world. Because you have a different life, Kelly, than I do. You have strengths that I don't. And the other way around also apply. And what's your environment and what's your expertise and what's your support system? So your plan needs to take in, needs to leverage the strengths that you have mm -hmm. to be able to overcome the weaknesses that you have. Otherwise, it's probably going to really flop because if it's a cookie cutter plan make for someone else, well, that doesn't apply for me. I mean, not everyone has six kids. Not everyone lives in Alaska. Not everyone has a job and a business and you know and so it needs to be for you and so that's what I help women do I love that so much yeah I think that's so important for people to realize that there is not one set answer for everybody that everyone is going to be different in what they need in their life and what they need to succeed or to feel satisfied to feel happy with their career I think it's really important that women realize that because so often I think we try to just get on social media and like compare each other and like compare ourselves to people that are doing things, but they have an entirely different life than you. So it's not always like this comparison. Right. And social media, it's definitely another place to even do that, right? If you are ever going to compare yourself, you cannot do it with people that you don't know it, all the ins and outs, right? Like no one puts in social media when they're having a bad day. Right. You know, it wants to be a Debbie Downer. But, you know, you think like, oh, these people have this perfect life. No, they don't. So. Right. Yeah, that's great. I really love the work that you're doing to help moms figure that out. So Thank what, you. what tips can you give to moms who feel like they're, kind of stressed out, trying to manage everything in their careers and lives. Maybe they kind of don't know what direction to go in. They know, you know, a few of what 
few passions that they have, but they just need help, like trying to figure it out. What tips would you give them? So the first thing I would say is that you have to get clear with what's important to you and what are your priorities. And that seems like a simple thing to do. And it could be a little more complicated than that. I was once lost and overwhelmed and burnt out and depressed. And so, you know, I, I mean, all there, rock bottom, right? Yep. And it was really the understanding that all the answers were within me and not outside when my life really changed. Mm-hmm. And going back to the fire yourself to others, no one knew that I was going through that. I had it all together, right? But inside of me, it was not okay. And so I meditate every day, non-negotiable. I'll go into the bathroom and lock myself and meditate if that's what it takes, right? Because I get it. You know, there's no privacy. Everyone needs you. The minute you disappear, the, the house is going into chaos. I get it. But you can find the time. I have drove my car to the stop sign in the corner just to get 15 minutes of meditation. It's really important for you to center and find what are your priorities. And so with that, self-love. Because I also discovered that guilt, mommy guilt, that thing that, you know, steal our joy all the time, mm-hmm. result of not loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you don't love yourself. You are so afraid that kid that now loves you unconditionally is going to stop loving you. And you must make everything you can in your power to make that kid keep loving you for the rest of your life. And so when you learn to love yourself, that kind of tones down a lot. So when you get clear, then you can start working on your plan. How I'm going to get there. How I'm going to make sure I fulfill these needs that I have. And make sure you don't tone it down. Make sure you actually honor those needs. Because there's nothing more powerful to your kids than see you're happy, than see that you were true to yourself, that you follow your dreams. You empower your daughters to go after the dreams and you empower your sons to be good husbands when their wives want to go after the dreams. So that's my thing. If anything, I'm doing it for my kids so they can be good adults when they grow up. I love that. I've never heard someone describe mom guilt like that before. And I love that the way you described it, saying that you need to start with loving yourself first. I think that's so amazing that you described it like that. I'm kind of just like thinking like, wow, I've never thought of it like that before. You know, so I talk to myself a lot and That's actually how I realized I overcome this. So, I mean, that's a story for another podcast, but I had huge, huge mom guilt, like huge. And that was part of trying to keep up with that is what led me to depression. And I had to get out of it and putting self-love into myself, trying to find really who I was and what was important to me, helped me with that. And one day looking back, I was like, oh, this is how these things work. It was pretty revealing, actually. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. So what would you say if moms are looking to create a life plan? um, What would be your top three tips to tell them to start with? So the first thing would be to be clear exactly on what you want, right? Like you need to be very specific. Some people say, well, you know, I just want more money. Well, what does that mean, right? 
Do you need a little bit of money? A lot, I mean, what's the number? Just don't be afraid. You know, what's the number? Then why do you want that, right? Well, you might want it because you want to give your family a better life or you want to be able to have financial security to retire or you want to change careers, whatever it is, you need to know why it is. And when you ask yourself for the why, make sure you ask why enough times to get to the real to the real reason, right? Like it's never something superficial. And if you are there because you're afraid to go deep into your heart, because that's usually what happens. We're afraid to really let it be like, what is it that is driving us? Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to have that incredible motivator that is going after what you really want. So you need to really find what that reason is. And then the third thing that you need to do to create that plan is to start looking where you're good at, what you need to get better at, and try to weave those things into this long-term or medium-term journey that you are setting yourself to go. Great. Yeah, I think those are really... This will be like the top three. Yeah, those are really good tips to start out with. And so I know you actually offer, you offer mom's coaching sessions, I think it is, for life planning. Is that right? So very selectively. And people think that I said that because everyone says in social media that spots are limited. But my spots are really limited because I don't have a lot of time for coaching. It's more of, it has to be a good fit. Yeah. You really want to do this. And I'm happy to help you that way. So I do have spaces for that. But also I'm working on putting all these in a system that helps you have the framework to do most of the parts by yourself. Mm -hmm. And where I come in is to really help you customize it to you. Because that's kind of the most trickiest part of it. That's awesome. Yeah, I know that a lot of um, people listening probably would be interested in kind of looking deeper into that framework. So it's amazing. Well, very easy to find me. (laughs) And in my bio and Instagram at The Confident Working Mom, there is actually three links. One is uh, for my podcast, that I also have a podcast, where I talk about things that helps you be the confident working mom that I know you ought to be. Mm -hmm. And planning is one of those things. And then the other link gives you a freebie so you can download 29 hacks of a confident working mom. And there's a lot of planning and time management ones there, but also ones that go into self-love and preserving your relationship with your significant other, all the things that make you feel good as a mom that I actually do for myself. And then the third link is so you can schedule a, I call it the life assessment poll with me. And it's 15 minutes and it's free. Nice. Thank you for sharing that. So I had just a couple more questions for you, kind of like a lightning round that I do with all of my guests, just to learn a little bit more about you. Um, So I talk a lot in my blog and on my Instagram account and talk a lot about non-negotiable practices and things that we as moms should do every day, whether it's like five minutes or 20 minutes, just something that you have to do every day so that you can start your day on a positive note. So what would you consider to be your non-negotiable practice? And I, and I mentioned it a little bit earlier, meditation. Meditation. In the morning and lasting a night, non-negotiable. 15 minutes each time. Amazing, yeah, I love that. And I can feel it. If I don't do it, because I forgot or 
I decided to have one extra glass of wine or something at night and then it didn't happen. I notice the difference in my day. I do. So I do it for me. Yep. I'm the exact same way. So mine is either I do yoga or get a workout in. And if I skip those, I feel, yeah, I definitely feel off. Yes. So what would you consider to be your favorite working mom hack to get you through like your most hectic day? I would say the sticky notes brain dumping exercise. So the first thing I do when I come and sit into my desk is my brain like never shuts down and it's always thinking and seems like the shower is like the most creative place for me. (laughs) (laughs) And so I get out of the bathroom like after I put my makeup and I come downstairs to my office and I have all these ideas of all kind of areas of my life, not just work. Some are work, some are business, some are family, some are things that I have to do that I forgot. And so I, that's what I have sticky notes everywhere because that's the first thing I do. I write them and I put them, even if I have a minute right away, at least again, they bother me. So that's my hack there is to do something that you need to fix to motivate you to go do the things. So I, yes, I write everything down every morning and then later on I go and put them in my, in my planner or I delegate them or do it, right? Like mail, I have this thing that's uh, once I'm done. If I open an email, I'm going to respond to it right there. Yes. Otherwise, it's sitting in my inbox on red because if I touch it, I'm never going back. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, so the least taking it out of my brain will be my most favorite one. Awesome. So who would you consider to be your favorite either like podcasters, bloggers, or authors, or other experts that have really influenced you? You know, it has changed throughout the years. And right now, I have to say that I'm obsessed with Mel Robbins. I love her. She is so funny, but she's so real. I just love how she's real. And everything that comes out of her mouth is great. But I have encountered other people that say all the right things, but somehow the energy is not quite there. Mm-hmm. I just like how she's smart, she's funny, and she gets it, right? She's real, and, and I love her energy. So yes, Mel Robbins. She has a new book coming up. I cannot wait to read it. Oh, nice. I'll have to add that to my list. I love reading. So I switch off between like fiction and nonfiction all the time, but I love to read. That's great. What have you been reading lately? So I read... Brene Brown, Dare to Lead. That was the latest one I read. That's good. Mm -hmm. I'm not such a reader. I read a lot of uh, personal development stuff. I have my stash right there. (laughs) Yeah. So one of the books that actually really influenced me this year was, have you heard of Marie Forleo? Mm -hmm. Yes. Her book, Everything is Figureoutable. Yes. Yeah, that was an amazing book. I'd like to say like it changed the direction of my career. (laughs) So that title is so smart. I remember when I saw it, I'm like, she made out a she made up a word that actually makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So the last question I just had for you, and you already talked about it a little bit, but if you can just Uh, tell the audience again. So what are you currently working on within your business that you're most excited about? Oh my God, so many things. (laughs) So 
I am working, as I mentioned, on a training that I can help you do your life plan by your own. And then let me come in when you need customization to your life and how to make it really powerful to make sure that you are really digging into the whys and not staying in the surface and really in your strengths and planning for your weaknesses. So that's one thing I am working on right now. And I have full intention to have something so we can work on your life plan before the end of the year so you can start 2021 really strong. And so that's what I'm going for. It's a challenge. And you're going to see the other day I was filming myself. I think it was like two in the morning I was working. And it goes back to if you want it so bad, you are going to find the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And so time management is so important because I, in all areas, not just working moms, every time I read for a little bit social media, I find at least 10 people that says, oh, I want to do that, but I don't have, oh, I want to do that, but I don't have. We all have 24 hours and that's what I want everyone to understand. But you need to choose to use those 24 hours in a way that allows you to go after what you want. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. If you are passionate about it, you will find a way to do it. Absolutely. So, okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I really enjoyed talking with you. And can you just tell the audience again where to find you online? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at The Confident Working Mom altogether. I also have my website, CarmenBenton.com. And there's a link there to the podcast and to Instagram. And then usually what I do, because I like to write, I'm a writer by nature. I write my blog first, and that is actually kind of the same topic I have in the podcast and the same topics I sprinkle throughout the week in Instagram, because I know people like to do this, you know, consume media in different ways. So Mm -hmm. don't feel like, oh, you have to do them all. You get the same message, whatever platform you choose to Right. Perfect. So I'll, yeah, I'll also include for all the listeners, I'll put all the links to Carmen's information in the show notes. So you guys can just click right through the show notes and find her online. Thank you so much, Kelly, for having me today. Yes. Thank you so much. And really excited to look forward to your plans for your business and what you're going to be releasing with the life planning and all of that. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. So super excited for that. And thank you again for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in today to Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes of this episode for all the links to what we've talked about today. Also, head on over to the Working Mom Collective dot com to sign up for my free five-day challenge for creating a working mom non-negotiable routine. We've all been there, stressed out, burnt out, and overwhelmed as working moms handling all of the things. My free challenge will walk you through step-by-step my exact method for creating a working mom routine that takes you from burnout to actually waking up and feeling great about your day. And finally, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review if you have a few minutes. Tell your working mom friends and anyone else that might be interested in this content. I'd love as many moms as possible to gain value from the podcast. 
If you'd like to nominate someone or yourself to be a guest, please contact me at kelly at theworkingmomcollective.com. I am so happy you chose to listen in today, and I cannot wait to dive into next week's topic with you.